Good afternoon and welcome to Raising the Roof with John Merriam. We have a special guest here today from Meeks Lumber. We have Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson here with Meeks Lumber. And today, boys, we're going to talk about wood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot. We've got Lisa here. here. Lisa's here, too. Lisa Barr, she's the producer of our show, a.k.a. office manager at John Marion Custom Homes. Lisa, thank you. Thank you, John. You ready to talk about wood? I'm ready. All right. (laughs) It's Friday. All right. If you haven't listened to our show before, uh, we're here to talk about or bring topics to you, the listener, about home building and remodeling issues. We want you to know what to expect whenever you tackle big project, whether it's building a new home or remodeling your existing home, finding the right uh, contractor, finding the right subcontractors, getting the right products, and just knowing your stuff when it comes to these projects because they're big investments and you want to do them right the first time because they, they can get really expensive if you don't or if you pick the wrong, um, you know, the trades or contractor. So today, uh, we, in all seriousness, we are going to talk about lumber and lumber products. Um, so, Jim, Jim, you, yes, I've known you for what eight years now? Probably eight years now. Yeah. So you are the manager. What's your What's your title? I am the manager of the Meeks uh, Lumber Company there on Kansas Expressway. I've been there at that location now for 14 years. I've been with Meeks totally. It'll be in August. I'll be there for 31 years. Holy. Um, I was at their corporate office for uh, about three years. And before that, I was at Bolivar and I was in outside sales. Yeah, so you've so been so around. I traveled. Yeah. You've, been, you've been around a lot of wood in your day. I've been around a lot of wood <laughs> in my day. Hey, that's never, that's not going to get old for the whole hour. <laughs> No, so you've been with Meeks a long time. So we were talking uh, before the show started, and this is a special year for Meeks, right? This is the 100th anniversary of Meeks. So, I mean, we started in 1919 Mm -hmm. with the Meek family. Now, that all changed hands in in October of last year with ACS. Um, uh, Angeles Equity Company, a private equity company, bought us out, bought the family out. And it's not been anything but better since that point. Oh, yeah. So it has been great. Uh, they have uh, really expanded uh, our opportunities on what we can provide for our customers, to our builders. Um, we have uh, acquired other companies within the nation underneath that same umbrella. Uh, it has been quite a change, quite a ride. And oh, yeah. it's not going to get anything but better for our customers, for the pro builders. Uh, there is nothing but good coming. That, yeah, that's exciting. I mean, a hundred years—that's that's crazy to think. That I mean, it was C Meeks, wasn't it? It, when, it was C Meeks for lumber, which yeah. was Charles Meek, right? Originally, and then our last general manager, which was the fourth generation, mm-hmm. was Charlie Meek. Oh, also. Charlie. Charlie Meek also. <laughs> All right, we're gonna stop right there. <laughs> All right, so uh, the guy with, that you brought today is our salesperson, and he was giving you a hard time for being there for 30, 31 years. Because he's not even been alive for 31 yeah. years. So <laughs> this kid, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lee Anderson. And how old are you, Lee? <laughs> uh, I am 30, but 
wow. Just one one year Jim was there before I yeah, before so I came along. His first anniversary, Lee was born. <laughs> We're gonna stop it right there. <laughs> Mate, do you think could he be your son? He could probably be my son. Yes. All right. So Lee, let's let's hear about you. Well, I uh, I started with Meeks in 2011, just uh, working out in the yard, pulling loads, and uh, just being a yard dog for a while and worked my way up to inside uh did a little bookkeeping along the way and i've been doing outside sales for four or five of those years now um just having a lot of fun and putting up some buildings well good yeah um yeah so he he's got and what i like is this experience in the billing because that helps lisa yeah (laughs) (laughs) we can get the appropriate invoices sent to us and and track everything and that and that's that's really good so back to i guess the meek story and the acquisition because you know obviously people have read about that in the business journal and got some snippets but firsthand knowledge i mean with you being here so you guys were acquired in the fall Mm -hmm. and it was a private equity group that has experience in in this industry in this industry and uh, you know and the best part about it we're not bought by some group just outside of new york or at wall street the fellows that are that actually bought homes in Springfield, moved to Springfield, our CEO, Jim Drexinger, our new uh, divisional president, Tom Tollison, bought houses in Springfield, moved here. Uh, they have sent, uh, set up the central distribution for all of the nation right here in Springfield. Wow. So, I mean, it is at our old corporate office, Greg Golden, which is our CFO. Um, his home was in Cape Cod. He has got a place here. Mark Miller, the director of purchasing, was in California, Sacramento. He moved here. Um, so Springfield has become the hub of this new face of Meeks, mm-hmm. which is going to be what, only going to benefit pro builders. Yeah, because you guys are home construction. You're in the acquisition business too. I mean, we're, we're, you guys are trying to ex- expand on what you offer. The builders and, and consumers in in the markets that you serve right we are we're trying to we want to be a uh, and we've always claimed to be a foundation to finish uh, provider mm-hmm. so all the way from the steel and the foundation to the finished product inside that house um, we've we've done a really nice job at that now we have some uh, uh, bigger shoes to fill and we we actually have the company now that can provide you know some of the areas that we we may have not been able to get into uh now with uh, acs and angels equity uh, we're able to do that mm-hmm. uh, we're able to uh, uh, partner with uh, vendors that provide the product that you use to build your homes right on a national basis which only benefits our builders yeah so we were talking beforehand i mean i don't know which ones you can really put out there or not but there are certain companies that you guys have national contracts with now which are bringing down the prices not only for meeks but you're passing those along to me as a builder and i'm giving that to the homeowner too so our costs are going to get better too our, our pricing our costs are going to get better and you know one of those products that and i may be stepping just a little bit of forward here is uh is on uh the lp legacy product okay which is a premium subfloor not that Advantech was not a premium subfloor, it was. Yeah, that's a great and product. Meeks too. Lumber, 25 years ago, brought that and introduced that into this market. Mm-hmm. And it had become the uh, dominant product in this market. 
we've now partnered with LP uh, with the Legacy product, which is a uh, it is covered until it's covered. Right. So if you put a subfloor down and you don't get a roof over that product, that thing that that product is covered to not sand, uh, to not swell, and that is LP's uh, promise to us and to our builders that if there's anything that happens to that product, they're going to cover it. Well, it is a uh, the premium, the, the Cadillac of Cadillacs right now in subfloor products. Yeah. And it was available to us as builders, but it was a premium price. It was a premium price. Now that Meeks uh, ACS has partnered with LP, they have uh, brought that price down to our builders that we can pass that along into this marketplace that's not only uh, as affordable as what our Advantech product was, uh, it, you know, even in some cases, I mean, there's uh, to a pro builder, like John Marion, like Custom, John Marion Homes. Custom Homes. I mean, there is uh, there are, there are incentives to use this, right? Uh, that actually is not only you're going to get a a more premium product to use up front, then it's going to pay you to use that mm -hmm. product, yeah, uh, along the way. Yeah, I mean, it's great, great products, and it's, it's, it's exciting to see the new products available to us in our market, too, because we tend to lag behind, it seems like, in the Midwest. We, we do. Um, you know, a lot of times it starts on, and we have a division on the West Coast that a lot of times uh, a lot of the new products or the new opportunities would hit there first, would hit weather on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. We don't have yeah. any yards on the East Coast. But by the time it would get to us, it's probably a year in. Right. And now Legacy has been out, I'm, I'm guessing just a bit, a couple of years, mm -hmm. maybe maybe three years. Uh, but it was just always, uh, it was just just a little farther outside of the reach when when uh, the Advantech product worked fine. Right. Oh, yeah. It was a nice, solid, premium product. Now that we've got this Legacy product, because ACS has set this up, Meek Lumber has set this product up as a national account that we can bring it into our builders into this market area and actually provide that product a premium product mm -hmm. at a really really affordable yeah. price and, and that's exciting for me as a, as a home builder uh, contractor to to know that those uh, products are coming in and that uh, they're priced affordably and we can pass that value on to our customers we can build more houses everyone's happy um, We'll take a quick break here, and the more I look at you two, I can see a resemblance. You both have the beards. Maybe we do need to do some DNA testing. Yeah. <laughs> My beard is much, much better. <laughs> All right. Hey, when we come back, we'll have more discussion with Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson from Meeks Lumber, The Builder's Choice. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Uh, we're talking wood today. We're talking lumber with uh, Meeks representatives. We've got Jim Kirby. And Lee Anderson from Meeks, the Builder's Choice here. And if you have any questions, give us a call. The telephone number is 417-862-9977. Uh, let's, give, let's give the listeners a little bit of history because I think it's really important where we started uh, with the lumber manufacturing and where we're at today and how we got there. Because, And a lot of it's because of the... I guess the design and, and what we're trying to do with our spans and that type of thing today um, is where we got with engineered lumber. But we've also made some decisions throughout our history where 
Uh, we haven't, I, I guess, properly maintained forests. We have, I mean, we have in the last, you know, 50, 75 years, you know, we're, we're implementing, uh, you know, forestization and, and really, you know, new growth lumber and that type of thing. But for a long time, we didn't. Yeah. And uh, so let's just talk about the history and, you know, how, how it all started. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit different now than it was 70 years ago. Um, the reason that Meeks has a division on the West Coast was that at the time you had to, uh, you had to go out and, and, and grasp those lumber rights in order to right. uh, grab that timber in order to cut it to make sure that we had lumber back here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the senior Meek family sent one of his sons out on the West Coast and that's what they did and eventually we've got the west coast division out there in northern california and and, uh, nevada Mm -hmm. and that was what it was started out was to secure those lumber rights those timber rights in order to cut lumber in order to get it back here to midwest now it's a bit different now we have a full-fledged division a, a full foundation to finish division on the west coast also but as far as the lumber now we do grow lumber a lot quicker now than what we did a hundred years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they they do, and that and that's what's changed some of the spans, as far as the uh, spanning a floor joist or a ceiling joist or a rafter, mm-hmm. because they grow the lumber so much faster now than what they did, that some of the spans have changed. Right. Which is what has pushed us into, uh, you know, some of the engineered lumber product that we, we mm-hmm. use today. Excuse me. So, yeah, when we talk about spans uh, in the uh, IRC, the residential code that we go by uh, as contractors or or framers and in this industry, they'll have charts. And the chart might say if we're using SPF, um, you know, two by eight, you can span this far Mm -hmm. or two by ten, you can span this far. Uh, And really, those spans are not not as great as some of the old growth lumber right what that's correct yeah um and, and for years i mean they were just going and and cutting down and not replenishing or thinking about the future because we had so much and we didn't really have much demand back in the early days and and that's correct and and now and that's one thing about the lumber industry uh that you know uh, kind of got a bad rap a few years ago because there wasn't much replenishment right now there is I mean, and there, there is in some cases to where there is, now I'm guessing on this number, it's not, it's not no, exact, we'll I'm not down. quoting. Write it down, Lisa. Well, but as much as, quote. You know, like 21 million trees a year is replanted. Right. And, and, uh, and that's, you know, for the... And Meeks does all of that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, John. They are green beyond green. Do not call us. That is a joke. Our mills are replenishing those... Uh, or those trees and you know and we're we're acs now uh, american uh, construction uh, source i'm sorry uh meek lumber company right has now contracted with both domestic mills and canadian mills mm-hmm. so a lot of the canadian mills where where we get all of the lumber that we use around here for mm-hmm. two before two by six if you go to any of the lumber yards they, you hear the the term spf right which is spruce pine uh, spruce pine fir right uh-huh now, uh, most of your domestic mills around here are Douglas fir or uh, 
a hem fur mm-hmm. or something like that. And now those products are, there's different spans on them. It's a different type of lumber. It's a different type of wood. A uh, Douglas fur will outspan a, a spruce pine fur. Now you get a hem fur, a lot of times it is so close, which is what we've went to. So in our wide links, or what we call the wides, a tube eight, a tube of 10, or a tube of 12, we went to a hem fur. Now a hem fur will almost reach, it will, it will reach all the codes that we have around here. Okay. Doesn't quite meet necessarily all the specs of a Douglas fur, but it's a lot more affordable yeah. for our builders and for our homeowners well and it's it's changed a lot too because for instance a two by four all right mm-hmm. so a two by four back in let's say 1900 it was a two, two inch by four by four inch board okay today our dimensional lumber it's changed so give us some uh, it, history on that well now i mean we've uh, we've cut all that lumber down to where you know, even in some places, our West Coast division even got in a bit uh, to where they had to start marking it nominal size or actual size. Right. Because it's not a two-inch by four-inch board. Now it's an inch-and-a-half by three-and-a-half-inch board. Or for a two-by-six, it's an inch-and-a-half by five-and-a-half-inch board mm-hmm. and so forth all the way through. Right. Yeah, uh, so if, if, you're, if you hear of a two-by, okay, that's what he's talking about. You're going to have, it's going to be two inches thick. Okay. That's what used to be. Now we're an inch and a half thick and the width on those boards is the next, next size. So if you add a two by eight years ago, it was a true eight inch uh, wide board and now it's going to be at seven and a quarter. That's correct. So, um, so if you're doing DIY projects and you're trying to plan something out, don't think that it's going to be a two inch by eight inch board because in reality, it's not, and you need to take that in consideration. That's right. So, hey, it looks like we have a caller. Um, Steve, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Steve, what's your question? Um, I have some old growth uh, turning squares I picked up from a, a place down in Arkansas East back 20, 18, 20 years ago. Went out of business. I picked it up, and I measured how many growth rings there were in one inch. And there was 28 growth rings, 28 years per inch, mm-hmm. nearly all of that stuff. It was really compact and tight. Oh, yeah. And this stuff I see today, my gosh, some of the growth rings look like they're a quarter inch to five sixteenths of an inch per year. Yeah, they're definitely a lot wider. I mean, that. And what you have the there is, yeah, really the strong. It's not fair, you know, from with the new stuff because it's, it's grown so fast it's I just think it's a whole lot weaker. This stuff that I've got was, you know, obviously taken many years ago. And like I said, the company went out of business. They had mountains of the stuff. It was like two and three quarters by two and three quarters by 48 inches long. And they were making those, uh, oh, turnings that you used to see in people's halls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that. And uh, that's what they were. That's the job they had. But they were so tight, all those growth rings on there. And... You see these uh, landscaping timbers. It's got two flat edges on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look in the end of that. I've seen some of the stuff that's got a half-inch growth ring in there. Yeah, they, definitely the slow growth is, I mean, it was a lot stronger, but it just takes, like you said, it took 28 years to get to that point. Um, that's that's right, just, just for one inch. 
oh, yeah. inch. You know, uh, most all of this had a minimum, I think, of like 16 years, and there's a couple pieces in there. I had used a magnifying glass to count them, and I think it's 42 years for a inch hmm. of growth. So, I mean, it was really, the the forest was really dense, I guess, at that time, and it was a slow-growth forest and, yeah. uh, where they harvested it out. I know in the Ozarks, I think we're on like our third cut or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's no virgin forest left any place right. in Missouri. Well, yeah, that brings up a good uh, good point. Steve, hey, thank you for your comment. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So, yeah, that brings up a good point. I mean, you can look at the end of whatever whatever lumber it is, and you can see, you know, and you can correct me here because I'm not an expert, obviously, on on actual, uh, you know, growing growing the forest and cutting. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you look at the end of the lumber and you have the center or the heart, that's that's a weak spot, okay, around that, around that, uh, that area. And you can look at the way it's cut too, and if if the uh, rings are vertical or, vertical or parallel, it's going to be stronger one way or the other. So I guess w- when you guys are buying lumber from these uh, manufacturers or these mills, what goes into the buying? You know, well, what they do is they they grade everything. There's a certain grade standard on each piece of lumber as it goes through that that process. You go all the way down to what's called the utility lumber. Then you go into a number three lumber. Then you go into a standard and better. Then you go into grade stamp number two and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, everything that's required in our in our market area right now, for the most part, is a grade stamp number two or a standard and better. Okay. So, as he was talking about there, those growth rings, that's what determines a lot of uh, where, that, where that piece of lumber exactly. is graded. Yep and you get all the way down into utility that's why even in springfield we can still use utility or a grade stamp number three lumber for plates Mm -hmm. because it's a it's a uh, compression right it's laying flat it's laying flat so there is no uh when it's set on edge there is no horizontal uh, horizontal span on that piece of wood right so uh, on a uh, on a floor system you've got to have a grade stamp number two now it can be a different species of wood it can be a yellow pine it can be an spf it can be a hem fir it can be a doug fir mm-hmm. but it has to be a grade stamp number two and then if you look at that the uh the growth rings on that wood compared to like a number three or utility is much closer together that's what makes it yeah a number two yeah and when we're talking about spans typically we're talking about placing that um that ceiling joist let's say we're using let's say it's a two by eight whatever we're going to use we're going to lay it on end so that that inch and a half is going to be on the bottom and it's going to that's that's the span we're talking about and what jim was talking about about a plate that's the board at the bottom of a wall let's say that lays flat so it it doesn't need as much structural integrity as what a ceiling joist would or a stud uh, or a rafter and those those type of things okay well let's talk more about uh the different grades and and standards when we come back uh but we'll have more conversation with uh, Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson from uh, Meeks Lumber when we return. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Our guests today are from Meeks Lumber. We have Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson with us, and we're talking about, about wood, lumber. <laughs> hey, we've got Lisa with us, too. Lisa, you shouldn't be so quiet. I know you have a lot I'm of I'm just questions. in here learning. She's soaking it all in, yep. soaking it all in. 
Hey, uh, so you guys are located, we never did tell them, uh, you guys are at 1551 West Mount Vernon. 1551 West Mount Vernon, but we've got locations all over the Ozarks, northwest Arkansas, um, and all the way up to Columbia, Mexico, Missouri. So, I mean, yeah, myself so. and Lee, we're actually currently, we're located at 1551 West Mount Vernon. Yeah, so you got, there's quite a few locations of Meeks. So I'm sure if there's one near near any of the listeners that Absolutely. we're reaching out to. Uh, the Mount Vernon store, if you need to get a hold of Lee or, or Jim, their number is 862-5595. And as always, uh, you can reach out to uh, Lee or myself and, um, at the office. Uh, it's John Marion Custom Homes. Our telephone number is 417-356-3500. Uh, our website is johnmarioncustomhomes.com. Uh, before break, we were talking about wood. And we were talking about lumber specifications. All right. So there, um, as a as a consumer, if I didn't know anything about construction, uh, I would think the framing is probably the most important thing in my house because that's a skeleton. That's, I mean, I'm relying not knowing anything about a project. I'm relying on some guy that I've hired to build my home to know what he's doing. And Absolutely. that person is probably like me, relying on Meeks and the manufacturer to bring in good quality product. Um, but here in the United States, we've got different testing uh, manu- or associations. And one of them uh, is the American Society for Testing and Materials. And like Jim talked before, they do actual testing on uh, different wood components, whether it's SPF or... Uh, you know, whatever it would be. And they're, they're going to come up with span charts and they're going to, um, you know, at every code revision, they're going to, t- you know, talk amongst all the experts uh, whenever they're putting the new codes together and they're coming up with span charts. So rest assured, your best interest is at heart if you're choosing a quality contractor and you're choosing a quality, um, you know, place to buy your, your product. And, and, what I found with Meeks is, and I really appreciate how much effort you guys put into acquiring great products and, and not just going with the minimum, you know, minimum products. So uh, we typically are using number two and above on our projects. Um, so, yes. So thank you there. Well, you're welcome. And that's, uh, you know, that's one thing, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, John. No, you're that's, good. Uh, uh, one of the things that, that separates us from a lot of the different other suppliers in town not that all of them aren't good and doesn't provide quality product but like uh, on our studs we only keep a number a grade stamp number two dug for a stud now they may be a few pennies higher than what's called an spf stud the spruce pine fir but they outperform they out they're the crush factor and all the uh, uh the specs on that product will not only work in a residential home It'll work in some of your multifamily projects. It's four stories high. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only thing we keep at our store and several of our stores now. Um, and it's the, uh, and we've done that now for six years, seven years. I switched everything over. I used to keep both to keep a, uh, a less expensive product. Oh, right, right. Uh, but I switched everything over to that Douglas fir. And so far, I have not had a, uh, so far, I have not had a, a builder or a mm-hmm. customer complain 
because my studs were a few pennies higher than my competition's. Right. Well, Lee, you've been involved in a lot of commercial projects with apartment mm-hmm. complexes and that type of thing. Um, and, you know, you, Jim, you mentioned about, you know, the, the crush factor and, and, you know, just the weight of these buildings, just frame alone. I mean, there's a lot of weight coming down all the way through and transferring to the foundation. So, yeah, that's a, like I said, that kind of harkens back to another point we were talking about, Jim was talking about earlier about the different grades of lumber. Um, I have come across on some of these multifamily or large commercial buildings where, um, like we were saying, the uh, hemfer number two, what we carry, just falls just a couple points underneath that deflection rating that they got to have for that. So we have to bump up to a hemfer structural select or a dug fur, but the structural mm-hmm. select is a little is usually a little bit more uh, easy to get your hands on, or we stock a lot of, a little bit more of that. Um, yeah, I say you get a lot of different applications when it comes to lumber and like these big commercial projects. Then that, uh, and I mean, so that even leads into like all this uh, new, you know, this EWP or engineered uh, wood products that you see out there a lot. And, um, and that kind of what that uh, what the caller was talking about earlier, how these boards are a little weaker now. He seems like, but uh, you take a board and you shave it up into a bunch of wood chips and glue it together, and now it's twice as strong right. as the board all was all by itself. Yeah, we definitely, that's something I wanted to talk about too. We'll talk about it here in a second. It's the engineered wood products. Um, but, you know, when you're selecting lumber, even if you go to a box store or wherever you're at and you're selecting lumber, you're going to see defects in that in that wood. And a lot of it's because whenever they um, mill the lumber, sometimes it's still wet. I mean, it's it's not dried or, okay, so you can, you can have it dried different ways, mm-hmm. right? So you can have it um, just milled and air dried, or you can go to the kiln dried. And typically, aren't aren't your studs that you guys carry kiln dried? Everything that I keep in here in our area is kiln dried. Right, <clears throat> and that's that's and, super important for me as a contractor, and really for the homeowner because what what will happen if I have a two by four stud and I'm I'm building a wall of someone's home, and if it's not kiln dried, which kiln dried means that it's going to go into a process where uh, they're going to put it under some type of heat and it's going to pull the moisture out of that board so they are actually they're drying the the lumber so whenever if it dries on its own it could twist correct all right so whenever i build the wall i stand it up and it sets there while we're doing our rough ends whether it's electrical plumbing whatever it would be before sheetrock and then we put sheetrock on the wall and we notice there's a bump in the wall well it's because we've got a stud that's twisted or cupped or bowed and then we have problems. I mean, we've got a couple of choices. We can, you know, do surgery, I guess, and cut the sheetrock and, and try to fix it, or we just take take that stud out. Hopefully, we can. Yeah. We, it happens before we get sheetrock on the wall. So, looks like we've got another caller. Uh, hey, Roger, what's your question? Oh, I didn't have one. I just wanted to give an attaboy to Meeks. I moved here in 1990, and I built a 5,000-square-foot house out in christian county and i own some apartment buildings and i use meeks have ever since 1990 for even little things like rekeying lock sets and thank you getting hardware for repairs and one thing i can tell you is you can trust their judgment when you go in to find something and you don't know what you're talking about but they'll figure it out for you well yeah that's good to hear roger are you related to jim kirby (laughs) <laughs> no. <laughs> no. i just have to ask because i know i'm gonna have a caller <laughs> no 
No, 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 no that's... I, I, you know, when you're when you're from another state and you come in here and you're going to do stuff right. like that, it's it's important to hook up with the people. I mean, I I figured out why they call this the Show Me State. You know, <laughs> with, with all the stuff I've bought, you know, I have a property that they never hooked the kitchen sink up to the sewer. Oh, no. For 30 years. Wow. <laughs> the water from that kitchen sink's been running underneath that building. Holy oh, moly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So hey, that, I call that Ozark Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we'll let you go. Roger, thank you very much. Yeah, have a good day. Hey, in all seriousness, serious though, I mean, Meeks, I, I switched lumber yards about eight years ago, and and part of the attraction of Meeks was we were doing, we were one of the builders that uh, were helping out with the uh, Joplin Extreme Makeover Show. Yeah. Um, and we built, um, there was quite a few of, you know, builders seven down there. Yeah. yeah, we built seven <clears throat> houses in seven days. And what really impressed me with Meeks is you guys were first in line to help. You know, we've done that now. I, I done the seven and seven out of Springfield. I've I done the one in Ash Grove out of Springfield. We done the one down in Monette, mm-hmm. or, or uh, the, the Camp Barnabas. Oh yeah, we done yeah. it out of Monette. Um, so we've done several of those projects nationwide, and you know, and that's one thing that I've always been really proud of as far as working for a company like Meeks, is that they've always been uh, first up to help on some of the charities. You know, we've done several. I've probably done five, six St. Mm-hmm. Jude homes now. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you guys you know, helped when I did the St. Jude home that yeah, year. You guys yeah, were. so we've done several of those. And, and you know, in the Meek family, previous, mm-hmm. was always uh, first up to help on those projects. And now as I've uh, really, you know, got familiar with ACS and the new company, I mean, they are uh, they're in the exact same boat. Well, yeah, I mean, they just may offer us may, uh, uh, you know, more opportunity to help on some of those big projects. Yeah, like just that. to be community minded for me. I mean, we try to do yeah. it. We're a small, a small company, but you know, with you guys, I mean, you're taking on large projects. Well, in fact, we're doing right now. Uh, we're building a play. Well, I'm not Lisa. Oh yeah, Lisa's I've built this built thing a, from scratch. A, a I've playhouse. been in the shop for two weeks. <laughs> building a playhouse for the American Heart Association. They're going to have their um, they're once a year they have a ball in June and, and, and Jim was kind enough to uh, donate products for us I wish he would have donated the labor <laughs> it's one of those deals my wife always tells me it's going to take me longer than I think I thought I can knock this thing out you know in my spare time in a week and then it's like where do I stop I want to make this thing look so nice <laughs> it does it looks really nice I seen it's, that yesterday yeah it's coming along but yeah so things like that I, I really appreciate you guys doing uh, man we got off we were talking wood how'd we get off on this I'm not sure how we got off it's on Lee that, we it let Lee a, talk yes. and that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> all right hey um, well we've only got a, a little bit let's go ahead and take we'll take a break and then we'll finish up on our, our last break Uh, Anyway, we'll have more conversation with uh, Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson from Meeks after break. Welcome back to Raising the Roof with John Marion. Our guests today are Jim Kirby and Lee Anderson from Meeks, the Builder's Choice, and we are talking about wood. That's never going to get old. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, hey, this is our last segment, and I really want to talk about engineered wood products. Uh, We hit on that briefly. 
I guess with with lumber and the spans that we're trying to get out of just dimensional regular dimensional lumber it's hard to do okay so when I have a, a walkout basement let's say and I'm trying to get spans you know 25 foot um, well, I have to break that span up, and a lot of times we'll do it with beams or, or we're going to use eye joists and that type of thing. So, um, Lee, do you want to talk about different types or what we've got? Yeah. Uh, I would say a lot of stuff like that for like a big walkout basement when you're trying to, you know, span over top of a, you know, kind of a family area in a basement where you don't want to put a post or have a drop-down beam. Um, I say eye joists or pre-manufactured wood trusses have come a long way in helping you do that i mean where you can span that 25 foot length with you know no support underneath it right the eye joists are nice i mean you can get them in, in different heights depending on um what what you guys spec out and that's another service that we'll talk about here in a second but the eye joist uh, whenever we're putting plumbing or uh, we're running electrical we can run some of that through the center of the eye joist Mm-hmm. But whenever you talked about the floor trusses, those are nice because we can design and, and run things through there. So I can design ductwork uh, holes and, and go through that. But it takes a lot of pre-planning, and that's why you, know, you need to select a contractor that's going to work with someone like Meeks and their engineering services that they provide and really pre-plan so you don't have the – and I hate it when, when guys do this. They just throw up a frame. There's no forethought and then they get to the next stage of the process where they're roughing in plumbing or they're roughing in the huge ducts for their HVAC HVAC. and next thing you know they they don't have any place to put them so they run them along the bottom of the floor joist and I've been in houses where they do it right down the middle of the room and it's like what were you guys thinking with a little pre-planning you could have used a floor joist system or you could do a soffit in in a way to make it look like a, a tray ceiling. I mean, there's so many ways to, to go, but I mean, so yeah, so you got the eye joist, Lee, and we've got the, the floor trusses. Um, what about the LVLs? Well, the LVLs are, <clears throat> say that was a real nice, they stand for, you know, a laminated veneer lumber. Uh, they, uh, I say they're just made to be a, a lot stiffer of a beam mm-hmm. that can carry a whole lot more weight, carry a span. Um, you can get those in all different sizes too. Um, there was a, a, a commercial project I worked on here recently that uh, they ran 2 by 10s for their entire floor joists in the hallways and the corridors. Right. Well, around the elevator then, they had a lot longer spans, so they were able to go back in there with a 9.25-inch LVL because a 2 by 10 is actually 9.25 to marry up with those uh, trusses, or those uh, floor joists and just carry that same span all the way through. And, Jim, you touched on it briefly, but uh – can you tell them what the laminated uh, veneer lumber, what it actually is? See, and that's where, uh, like our first caller that we had today was talking about some of the, uh, uh, you know, the, the quick growth and the weaker uh, lumber as far as using uh, standard dimensional lumber now. A lot of the product that we use to manufacture engineered lumber out of, the webbing in an eye joist, uh, the uh, veneers and an LVL are actually cut out of lumber that if you cut it in dimensional lumber, you can't use. Right. But if you cut that and shred it like what Lee said or laminate that like a laminated beam, an LVL, looks like a 
inch and three quarter piece of plywood is what it looks like, but it may be 36 feet long. Not right. necessarily, you can't necessarily span it 36 feet, but it, you can get it in 36 foot lengths and have one bearing. Right. But you can, you can use this wood, uh, trees that basically are what we'd call junk trees that we would right. not Worthless. use right. yep. ever shred those things up and then manufacture them and press them together and if you could only go through that plant tour one time and see what they start out whenever they press the webbing of an L, uh, mm -hmm. of an eye joist together yeah that thing may be 12 inches thick and when oh, it yeah. comes out it's a 7 16 piece yeah. of wood it's amazing how strong those are they come in different uh, different, different widths too so i've used some i think we just used on a project out in rogersville we used a double 24 inch yeah because we had a porch that we really didn't want to post on and it was just carrying the roof load so um and one of your services that you guys offer uh is an engineering service we do we have a uh, we have a service at our design center there on north glenstone that we can actually set and take a uh, set of prints uh, go through that and then give you a layout of what that floor system is going to look like and we'll load that floor and if it's something is over and above what we have capacity to do there on Glenstone, Boise, out of Tulsa, we can send that to them. And we still get that same layout back to where they will engineer that floor system for you, load that floor system for you, uh, tell you what size of eye joist you're going to have, what size of LVL you're going to have to have. We can put your plumbing, pre-drill your plumbing, pre-drill your duct work through right. those eye joists. Uh, we can do the whole system for you right there at our design center there on North Glenstone. And that's a great service for me because if I'm in the field and just like that porch, obviously we didn't want to post right in the middle of a, a nice piece of glass that we're going to you know, be able to see from the living room to the pool. Uh, so we want to eliminate that. So I get on the phone and I talk to Bill at the design center and say, hey, we've got this span. This is the plan. This is the area we're working in. And technology is great because I can get it on my iPhone and mark up the photo send it yeah. to him and within you know it depends on how busy but just really honestly a few minutes if if he's not busy he can get that get that to me with the sheet all the specs and so the yeah the glue lamb i'm sorry the laminated um the near you know lumber the lvls they they help a lot they, they do and and you know and it, it and it's not only on a span like that you get inside of a home or over a garage uh, to where you got tray ceilings uh, Bill, he, he can actually go through and he will span and point load each one of those places. If mm -hmm. you ever have cracks in drywall to where they come up diagonally from a door mm -hmm. or anything like that, that's where point loads haven't been processed properly. Right. They haven't been loaded properly. Exactly. That's what Bill does. Um, and, and that's a service that we offer to our, our builders, uh, our customers. And uh, it's something that... Uh, Quite frankly, we've been uh, we've done a pretty decent job. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, do you sell many of the glue lamb beams? We do. We sell we sell some glue lambs. There's some uh, some areas that it's just more um, it may more cost effective for the homeowner or for the builder uh, to use a glue lamb and and he and he'll load that also. Uh, if you know if you get into something to where it's going to take a uh, five and a half or seven seven inch wide by 18 inch tall beam mm -hmm. instead of marrying together several lvls which is those laminated veneer lumber like lee said right marry them together and in order to get them to code you got to tie them together with 
certain type of structural fasteners and screws, uh -huh. you can use what's called a uh, glue lamb. Uh -huh. And what a glue lamb looks like is two by sixes or two by eights glued together. Stacked on. Stacked on right. top of each other and to reach the desired height in order to maximize that span. And a lot of times those are more cost effective than to marry several LVLs together. Right. Oh, definitely. And then uh, manufactured trusses too. Mm -hmm. uh, so roof trussing. Roof. And, uh, you know, we, we've used roof trusses on certain projects. It has to make sense financially really for, for me as a builder to pass along to my customer. Uh, you know, some, some roofs are just too cut up I mean, and it's not really cost effective, but do you sell, I mean, I know, commercial, you probably sell, sell a lot of trusses. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I do a lot of roof trusses. Um, and a lot of times, like you say, if, if the roof is too cut up, there's too many different peaks and valleys. It just doesn't make sense to do trusses just cause with those trusses, you'll set those trusses, then you'll have to frame around them anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, but on a lot of applications when you can just have a roof truss, uh, Sometimes, uh, material-wise, the truest trusses will come in a little bit uh, higher than lumber or stick framing. But when you can have your roof set in a day or a half a day, yeah, that I mean, again, that's that's the time that Definitely all it sense. goes into a project like this, where you know, time is money. A lot of people say. So when we talk about engineered products, the manufacturers came together years ago, and they they formed a not-for-profit called APA. And basically, and it's changed names, but basically it's the engineered wood manufacturer. Uh, so they will actually rate the different engineered wood products. And there's, there's a lot of testing that goes on, and they'll, they'll put a stamp on, on these products. Is that right? Every one of them will have, a, will have an A. If it's a, an American Plywood Association stamp, it'll right. have a stamp on it. And it needs to have a stamp it on does. it. It does. Now, you can have a, uh, a secondary product uh, that is way less expensive that will not have a stamp right but it won't will not perform the same so if you get on the internet and you order lumber from china oh here we go be careful okay china do not call me <laughs> <laughs> now look for that stamp because i mean if it's sold in the united states you're going to see the stamp and you're going to see i mean even some of the sheet goods you're going to see the directional uh, that you need to put it on i mean there's a lot associated with with that stamp and the apa all right, you guys. I don't. You guys probably haven't listened to the show very often, but we usually do. I have no wood jokes, John. <laughs> Lisa, you do. I, you know, I was going to ask you too. That's why you said that. Go ahead, Lisa. Arlen does. Arlen doesn't have any wood jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. Here's so we do a joke of the week, and this week we might do too because they're so good. How can you not like a joke? A wood joke. And when if you Google wood joke, we're on, TV, we're on oh, the radio. You better watch out. All right. When is a piece of wood made king? I don't know, John. When it's a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. This is so bad. Did you hear about the woodworker who fell into the vat of varnish? No. John, he died. <laughs> but it was a terrible end. But a beautiful finish. <laughs> he was a little quick on the old. <laughs> that one deserved yeah, too. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I'm not going to read. Some of these are terrible. <laughs> Come spend a few days at a lumber yard. You'll hear plenty of Oh, uh, yeah. Go to one of our job sites. All right, last one. How does a crazy person get to the woods? 
He takes the psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do not call me. <laughs> Unless you need something done, then you can call John Marion Custom Homes. Uh, our our office, in, in all seriousness, uh, give us a call if you need, if you have any questions about this show, any others, or if you have a project you just want to discuss with us. Our office number is three five six. 3500 and our website is johnmarioncustomhomes.com you guys your website is it just is it meek lumber it's, or have you guys no, changed it's it? uh, uh www.meeks.com just meeks.com meeks.com and it'll 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 open up uh, both our west coast division and midwest division just click on the midwest and it'll take you right to us okay and we've talked with other uh reps from your company and um each time that they come in we we try to get people up to the design center yeah uh, it's north of uh and i'm sorry i don't have the address but it's north north of i-44 right there on glenstone on the left right across from metro okay and it's a i mean it's a great facility to check out you guys can look at doors windows trim um engineered wood yeah you just all the way foundation to finish anything we've talked about you know, so lee hey man thank you for being here jim as thank always you, thank you, know, you thank you for all your help and and support and uh we appreciate you guys a lot so anyway uh we will be back next friday if arlen lets us come back we'll be back next friday raising the roof with john marion we'll see you then the ozarks legendary call sign kwto springfield 560 am 93.3 fm and online